right. Uh, welcome to Connectivity, episode 233. Uh, we are here to talk a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog. Joining me uh, on this episode is Nicholas Bray. Hey. And John Reardon. Greetings. And I am your host, Matt West. Uh, so I kind of wanted to start off this uh, this podcast by just kind of uh, asking you guys about what your first experience with Sonic is. Obviously, we're going to talk a, a lot about Sonic Mania and our feelings on the game, but I think that's uh, that our experience with Sonic Mania is very much colored by uh, our nostalgia for the character and for maybe the Genesis games. Uh, so, John, what was your first Sonic game? Uh, I was actually thinking about that just before we started. I think my first one was actually Sonic and Knuckles. Um, I grew up as like a purely Nintendo kid. Um, and so I, my best friend at the time had a Genesis. And so he would bring it over and we'd play those games. It was this weird alternate reality thing when you're a Nintendo fanboy as a kid. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so he had, I, I'm pretty sure it was Sonic and Knuckles. And so that would have been the first one I played, um, I just remember it having a very unique and different vibe when compared to, like, you know, Mario, like Super Mario World at the time. Yeah, very much so. Especially, Sonic and Knuckles is kind of the, uh, I think, the weird one of the Genesis 2D Sonic games. Yes, Uh, well, especially, I mean, you have to build that, like, kind of tower of power to, like, get the Mm -hmm. game going. And, like, it's, it's a weird, like, what is this strange contraption that you've brought over to my home to play this weird game? Like, it was bizarre. Yeah. Uh, Nick, what about you? What was your first Sonic game? Um, I think I played Sonic 2 on the Master System at a friend's house. I think that was the first time I saw Sonic the Hedgehog. And, like, we played that back and forth. And then um, for Christmas, uh, probably, like, 93 or 94, we got the Mega Drive. And it came, we, like, my parents got Sonic and a couple other Mega Drive games. Um, so I played Sonic 1 a lot. And then... Sometime after that, we got Sonic 2, when I played that a fair bit as well. Those are, like, my favorite Sonic games, I think. Um, probably helps that yeah, I played them to death as a kid, but I didn't play Sonic and & Knuckles and Sonic 3 as much, and I don't tend to like the design of those as much, even though they're more, like, complex and there's more stuff, like, going on with, like, different shields and, you know, different mini-games and all that sort of stuff, but... um. Yeah, I sort of have a soft spot for the more, like, the design that they established in Sonic 1 and Sonic 2. Okay. Uh, my first game of, of Sonic that I played was Sonic 2 on Sega Genesis. That's actually, that's the game that came with our Sega Genesis that, it wasn't my Sega Genesis, uh, it, was, it was the game system that my grandma had at her house. She had the Sega Genesis. I grew up, like John, in a mostly Nintendo household until, uh, like, the GameCube PS2 era where I just started buying Mm. every kind of video game possible. Uh, But my grandma had a Sega Genesis, and she also had the PlayStation system, so that's how I was exposed to those. Um, But, yeah, it was was always kind of this weird alternate reality that, like, John was talking about where you'd go, and you'd play this Sega Genesis thing, and for the most part, the only actual good Genesis games she had were the Sonic games. Mm. Um, but Sonic, Sonic 2 was the first one I played, and I remember wanting to play it because I was a fan of the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons at the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just thought those were, that, like, Sonic was my, 
was my favorite cartoon character, and so I thought that like the video games were based on the cartoon. Like a lot of games were back <laughs> yeah. then. Yeah. I didn't know it was the other way around. Uh, so I was really excited to play Disappointed this to see game about the Princess Sally wasn't in the game. <laughs> oh yeah, that's still. Uh, I, I even I even uh, subscribed to the Archie comics like mm. afterward uh, for for years and years because uh, I really liked those characters. I, I think I found that I liked the uh, Sonic Saturday AM yeah. uh, cartoon universe of Sonic more than I actually liked the Sega Sonic universe. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I loved the games when I was a kid. I think my favorite ended up being uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, uh, when you use that lock-on thing to combine the games. It just made the game feel really huge, um, and the levels were really sprawling, and you could... I don't know, they, they branched in a lot of different ways, so every time you played a level, it could be a little bit different. Um, but I, I definitely very much cherish Sonic the Hedgehog 2 um, as my early Sonic memories. So, um, Well, Sonic Mania came out very recently, and I think... Did, did you guys beat it? Did you finish the game? No, I'm still at Lava Reef Zone. I haven't played it for like a week or so. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I, I haven't finished it either. Mario and okay. Rabbids is now going to distract me. I'll be honest. Yeah, uh, that game looks real good. I, I really want to play it. I don't. I don't. I do not have the opportunity to play it probably until later this year. Uh, but I definitely intend to check that game out. But uh, yeah, my my uh, my kids actually have been pretty obsessed with uh, Sonic. They've been playing like two player mode against <laughs> each other. So that's that's been kind of cool to kind of watch uh, my five year old and my two year old. Like play the the same game basically that I played when I was so, uh, you know five years five years old. Are they playing the competitive mode, or is one of them playing t- as Tails in like the the single player game? They they've done a little bit of both. They really like the competitive mode because you know yeah. they both get their own screen. <laughs> and yeah. I, I played as Tails with my oldest son for a while. And mm-hmm. as somebody that always played as Sonic and made my younger brother play as Tails, uh, Tails. in the Genesis <laughs> version, sucks. I yeah yeah I I very quickly realized that I subjected my younger brother to some weird type of torture. See, I <laughs> um I didn't have a I didn't have a brother. I got a sister, but she was never really super into yeah. it. But um we had a family friend that we used to play. I used to play Sonic Two with him when he came over from Sydney and stuff. And um he would generally be tails, but um he enjoyed like being basically invincible and uh, I'll just hang back on the bosses and just say, oh, go Tails, attack, and like, take out the <laughs> yeah. boss for me because you're invincible. Yeah, it, it, it's funny, like, my, my, my five-year-old, you know, he's he's pretty young and this is really his first 2D Sonic game, Yeah, uh, but he's kind of already figured out, like, what Tails is useful for, mm. and so he'll, like, slow, he'll slow down if there's, like, something he wants me to fly him up to, or he'll, uh, like, lay back and just let me attack the boss. Uh, instead of him. So it's been kind of funny to watch him, like, discover these strategies that, you know, I've known for, like, 20 years now. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's, that's been, I think that's been one of my favorite things about Sonic Mania is just seeing my kids kind of discover, uh, this new game that's actually kind of an old game. Um, very similar in a lot of ways to a game that, uh, I treasured when I was younger. But I, I have beat the game. Uh, I, I I got all the Chaos Emeralds and unlocked, you know, Super Sonic. I do want to go back and play the game uh, as Knuckles because I've heard that some of the stages are very different mm. if you play as Knuckles. Um, so I, I do intend to do that, especially since I don't really have time right now to play Mario and Rabbids. 
uh, Sonic Mania came at a perfect time because it's a you know it, you can sit sit down and play a couple levels you know for like twenty minutes and then turn the switch off, especially since it's handheld. Um, yeah, I will so say it's kind of nice for me. It's probably like one of my favorite handheld Switch games to come out. Mm. Like I until I did a live stream of it um, this past weekend, but until then I had never played it on a TV. Like I I got oh. it, played it on the handheld, and just never, I never hooked it up to the TV to play it. Um, it it's perfect as a handheld it does game. Look I think really good on the um, handheld screen. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's typically how I play most Switch games, to be honest. Uh, even like even the bigger ones like Zelda. I probably played Zelda, you know, 80% on the handheld. I, yeah. I personally prefer handheld. Like, I love 3DS, I love Game Boy, I love GBA. Um, so, handheld has always... Like, when Nintendo said, you know, we're making a console that's basically a, a home console that you can take on the go, I was like, you know, that's my dream console. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been great. Uh, and especially for, for stuff like, like indie stuff, and also for, like, the... Uh, older, like nostalgic, infused games like like a Sonic Mania. It's been perfect. Yeah, I've generally I mean, been playing um, like yeah, a couple of zones or try and finish one whole zone in um, a sitting and then turning it off because like after like two acts, I'm sort of ha- had enough. Especially if like um, I like die at the boss and have to replay the first act again because like th- mm-hmm. that doesn't take. It doesn't seem like it takes that long, but like when you're playing each. I don't know, it, it feels like, it might be only be five minutes, but it feels like a lot longer when you're playing the acts, I, I feel. They're quite big levels. Yeah. The, yeah, I, they are, they're pretty big. I, I don't understand why, why we still have lives in 2D platformers. Mm. And that, I mean, this game does a lot of stuff right. That is one of my kind of major complaints about it, is the live system. Uh, I've like, uh, yeah, because I'm down to like just the standard three lives, and I've got to try and scrape together a couple of extra lives in the in the two acts I'm currently doing to like hopefully not die against the boss. I mean, generally I don't, but there's been a couple where like I just sort of have to figure out how to do it. Or I'll just make really dumb mistakes, like or you know, it stretches yeah. on for longer than I think it would. Like the um, Metal Sonic boss fight, that was kind of annoying. Yeah, I uh, I thought the same thing as you, John. I, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, why do we still have lives? Uh, that's such an right. You know, lives lives were made for arcade games. Yes. Uh, so that so that you would keep pumping quarters into arcade machines, and it's like, you know, we have home consoles now. We're not <laughs> pumping quarters into them anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just a it's a. Are... A few developers have figured it out over the years, but for the most part, it's I, Nintendo's method seems to be giving you so many coins that. That you could never possibly run out matter. of lives, but I let's just take them out. I'm very happy that lives won't be an odyssey. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm okay with that. I think with a game like Sonic Mania, though, um, they kind of had to put the lives in. I mean, there wasn't really going to get around to like an old school Sonic game without having lives. Oh, just I mean, for like the nostalgia factor. Yeah, and like just the way the the old games were. I guess like if you you kind of need lives if you do the no save like option it was just like the classic okay. just play the whole game and if you die you it's like game game over completely like uh, i i do wish though that's that fair. if you died if you died on the boss in act 2 yeah that yep. it didn't take you all the way back to <laughs> act 1 the beginning of act 1 like that absolutely sucks. so annoying yes. yeah 
Yeah. Uh, so that's that's a design that was a design flaw in Sonic the Hedgehog one, and it is still a design flaw. In Sonic <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's something no, that I could have lived Sonic, without. If you died on the boss in Sonic one and like the Mega Drive games, you just went back to the start of the act, didn't you? Or... I think if you lose, oh, if you lose all, all you your lives, you finished. Lives. The, yeah, yeah, the game's yeah. over. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I that that was something that because I I think. I think the Metal Sonic one that you're talking about, I think I died on that, and I had, mm. you know, zero lives left. Yeah. And so uh, I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. I'm going to try again. I didn't realize I was on my last life. Yeah. And so it takes me back to Act 1, and, you know, at that point I'm just like, nope, I'll try again tomorrow. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what I did. I was like, when that stuff sort of started happening, I was like, okay, I really don't feel like playing through the whole two acts again. I'm just going to come back tomorrow or something now. It's like, Yeah. Yeah, I had a, I had a, I had a boss where I'd, I'd be playing, I played that game a lot like during breaks at work. So I'd have like 15 minutes or something Mm. and I'd die on a boss and get sent back to the beginning of the act. And then it's like, I'm spending my entire break just getting back to the boss so I can pause and then play it again the next day at my next break. And, and some of the bosses, that would be super frustrating. Mm. And, um, some of the bosses don't. I don't know, they don't communicate exactly what to do that well straight away. So you usually die just trying to work out the flow of the boss, like, on the first go around. Yeah. Like, um, and then I, I beat the Metal Sonic boss without even realizing I was... Do you know the middle section when you went to, like, rebound the other guy into him? Um, yeah. Yeah, I was doing that wrong. I was trying to time the jump to, like, bump him up into Metal Sonic, but you meant to, like, you can just... Yeah spin dash into him when he's on the ground and he'll bounce directly into him. So, yeah, it took, like, the middle section was taking me ages because it was just getting the timing right. I will say the the majority of the boss fights are, I would say, some of the better, like, 2D platforming boss fights I've played in a while. Mm. I mean, there are a few throwaways in there, but for the most part, they're all very different and uh, and fun, unique. They're pretty creative, um, some of them. I like the... Um, yeah. The one I played recently, it was on Hydro City, the boss in that, like, Sonic basically gets into um, Robotnik's machine and, like, sucks, yes. has to, like, sucks him up. That's like a, it's like a role That's reversal a... sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was so cool. Uh, when, when that happened, there were so many cool fan service things like that, that, that either turned a classic boss fight on its head or that, you know, like, did something really weird and random, like when, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with, like, some of the characters that they threw in, but you had that one of those egg robots that, like, transformed into, like, Fang the Sniper and Bark the Polar Bear uh, in, like, the deserty area. Oh, uh, yeah. Those are characters from, like, Sonic Fighters. Mm. Like, <laughs> like, that's, like, that's, like, this some, pre- and, like, the Game Gear games, like, that's, like, some deep like sonic lore right there that they're like throwing <laughs> into <laughs> i'm like when that happened i was just like what in the world like what they like even put these characters in here that's so weird uh they and they had like wanted posters for fang the sniper like in that level <laughs> so uh as as somebody that played that got really into uh sonic uh like in late elementary school early middle yeah. school um, some of those things were really cool. Uh, spoiler, uh, for, I mean, I assume most people have played the game by now that, you know, actually want to play the game. 
But that chemical plant act two boss where it was Puyo Puyo, Doctor Robotnik, like that <laughs> yeah. was, that was that was genius. Like, I was not oh expecting that. Was that. Great. When that happened, I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there were just some really cool uh, throwbacks uh, to like just everything that a fan. You can tell this game was made by a fan who absolutely adores Sonic. Mm-hmm. So I, I appreciated those things. Uh, let's talk about zones, though. Like, so, uh, you know, I threw out a couple, like, really interesting, like, boss fights and stuff, but, uh, did you guys, like, have, like, some zones that really stuck out to you? And you don't have to yeah. know the name of them. Yeah, I like, um, I pretty much, I've liked all of the new original zones. I thought they've all been yeah. really good. Um, I really <clears throat> liked, um, the second act of Press Garden Zone. Where it goes all like really pretty and yeah. snow like and stuff. I was like, oh wasn't, yeah, yeah. Wasn't expecting that. That left an yeah. impression on me because it's so different to the first act. And usually, like they stay consistently the same, like the theme wise in these acts and zones. So that was kind of cool. I thought in general, like yeah. the like you said, I think the new content, like the new zones, um, were generally better than like the rehash zones just because i feel like they there are certain things in old sonic that don't necessarily work that well in like a game design standpoint like like chemical plant is well there's a lot of nostalgia to it um Mm. those underwater rotating square block platforms are the things like those (sighs) hell is just full of those and uh, I, I'm not sure <laughs> why that slow. level you is in the. Take it slow through there. <laughs> as soon but as you start pro- rushing. But you're underwater and you're dying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the most stressful yeah. thing. Um, but I, and then you know there's stuff like Green Hill Zone, the annoying backward springs for no reason other than screw you. Um, but yeah. I felt like in the new zones there was a lot less of that stuff and a lot yeah. more just good level design. Um, and I I felt like I was enjoying those a lot more. Sure. Yeah, the new zones I think were the highlight. Uh, there, I mean, there were some elements that were new. What I liked about some of the old zones that they'd thrown in, uh, like the hydrosity zone, um, was that some of those were so drastically remixed that they felt yeah. like different levels. And um, I don't know. The the music was also really good in that zone. I've always been a big fan of that zone, even though I typically don't like underwater Sonic levels. Like I really like that level. Um, but like, yeah. I really enjoyed that two of as well. Yeah, it's it's a good. That one's from Sonic Three. It's the second yeah. level in Sonic Three. See, I didn't and, like uh, that. It, like it in Sonic Three. I didn't like. I've never liked that zone really. But um, I think it's actually better I, in this I game. Didn't, I didn't like the zone. I liked the music from the zone though. Oh, the music from, okay. Yeah. That 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 music always gets stuck in my head, even though I I didn't really care for that zone in the original game. But I loved it in this game, uh, especially mm. Act Two was really cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I think my favorite zone was, the one that stuck out most to me was probably also Press Garden Zone. Like, just the fact that the two acts were so different, mm. um, mm-hmm. that, was, that was really cool. And the second act was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Uh, especially on, the, on the, squ- the Switch's handheld screen. Like, that was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the ones that weren't as... Uh, that I didn't love as much. You know, I'm just kind of tired of playing Green Hill Zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I know it's the first Sonic level. I know it's the classic one or whatever. It's like Mar- Super Mario Bros. World 1-1. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah. like, man, I'm just I'm just tired of playing that level. See, like, um, the whole Sonic Mania thing, the nostalgia thing hasn't didn't hasn't really worked on me. Um, really, like I, I got the game because it's Sonic and I like Sonic, but um, like the nostalgia doesn't hit me the same way as it used to. I don't know if that's because it's probably just because over the last what fifteen years. We've had uh, so many re-releases of the old Sonic games, and I've bought them on yeah. you know multiple platforms and played through them and stuff. So, like I'm just sort of over the nostalgia. I would have preferred a full game of like original zones, but um, most of the the zones that have come back are like the second acts really ramp it up. So at least that's yeah. something interesting, um, and they show more of what Green Hill Zones like, like you know further on in into it and yeah. stuff. And to be fair, uh, I mean, they do, like, Green Hill Zone, they added a lot of stuff that was from, like, Sonic 2 into yeah. there. And, and like, Chemical Plant, even though I hate that level, um, that whole, like, bouncy liquid thing where you would, that like, cool. inject different yeah. colors of yeah. liquid into there. As far as I know, that's new. I don't remember that being in any it other is, yeah. Sonic game. Okay. And yeah. that was, I thought yeah. that was really cool. That was a, it, it'd be, it'd be cool to see what, yeah, like you said, what they could do with all new levels without being restricted by the old ones. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I will tag on to what Nick said. Like, I did feel like the Act 2 uh, was really where uh, Christian Whitehead and his team like just took the classic levels and remixed them enough to where they felt new. So the Act 2s typically felt better than Act mm. 1, but Act 1 was almost just a straight port of the level for most of the classic ones. It was kind of cool, like, in the case of Green Hill Zone, like, I think Act 1 basically runs, like, Acts 1 and 2 of some, of Green Hill Zone together and, and, like, expands on it a bit. Like, you could yeah. you can mm-hmm. tell where elements were taken from those acts. Even Act 3 gets a, a few, like, elements thrown into the mix there, but it's not quite as extensive as the other two. Uh, my, other, other than Press Garden Zone, the zone that I really liked was Mirage Saloon, mm. uh, which is like the, uh, like, canyon-like level where you, you know, you ride on the train and you do the fight against, like, the robot that turns into the Sonic Fighter enemies. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a really cool-looking level, something that I don't really remember anything like that being in an older Sonic game. Uh. Like, where, was, where you, like, you jump as a ball into, like, the, the like, guns, and, like, yeah. it, it fires you all over the place. Like, that was kind of a cool idea. I didn't like the boss. It was kind of weird, because I wasn't sure when you could actually do damage on him or not. And, yeah. Because, uh, like, you you could hit uh, his head when he was jumping, I think, uh, into the in out of the screen, but it didn't really do anything. You had to try and hit him when he was going horizontally, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, was there a zone that you didn't like? I know John, you said you didn't really care for uh, Chemical Plant Zone because uh, the water stuff. Is there yeah, another I mean, zone that stuck out? Other than no, other than Chemical, I mean, I think Chemical Plant is just because it combines my two least favorite things in Sonic, which is forcing the player to go really slow and being underwater. So it's just mm-hmm. it, it's it's Marble Zone meets underwater, and that's a bad time for me. <laughs> Oh, I wish, kind of yeah. wish Marble Zone was included in this and like Mar- they Marble Zone. Yeah. Marble Zone has my favorite music in yeah. any Sonic the Hedgehog game, but I hate that level. Yeah. <laughs> Just goes go- against everything <laughs> Sonic should be. It's it's a Mario quick, level though, if you want to. 
Uh, sometimes. There's a lot yeah. of literally waiting for animations to happen before you can go forward in Marble Zone. Yeah. There's a lot of waiting for platforms to be in the right spot, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, the one level that stuck out to me that I didn't like the first act of was, it was like the penultimate zone, uh, Metallic Madness. Um, and I, it, it drove me crazy because there were so many uh, just like FU moments that were just <laughs> like, uh, hey, like, you're going fast? Well, here's an enemy that just is out of nowhere that you're going to yeah. run into. Uh, Let me guess, oh, did, they, hey. did they bring back those star-shaped things that shoot off those their points? Did they bring those back? Um, no, not I mean, that there I remember. Are thing, there are things that, like, shoot at you, but not those. Mm. Um, but, like, I mean, in, in Metallic Madness Zone, there's, like, spikes and enemies and, like, just everything that you could possibly possibly imagine uh, for you to run into to keep you from going fast, which is what Sonic's about. Um, luckily that was just the first act of that. Like the second act was significantly better, Mm -hmm. but man, that first, that first act of metallic madness. And I was like, okay, here it is. There's always that one zone in a Sonic game that I absolutely hate. And here it is. I I finally found it. Um, uh, but I mean, uh, other than that, uh, like chemical plant zone, you know, I've played it so many times that, you know, I, I can kind of breeze through it without getting too annoyed. Um, and you yeah. know, I said, you know, I'm I'm tired of Green Hill Zone, but it's not a bad zone. Um, they should have done other like than that. I thought they were great. They should have done like Emerald Hill or something um, instead of Green Hill. I know Green Hill's the more iconic one, but they've never reprised yeah. Emerald Hill Zone from Sonic Two that I can remember. Yeah, and I actually, uh, it's probably just the fact that I played Sonic Two first, but mm. I actually prefer Emerald Hill. So. Um, that was the first Sonic level I ever played. So, the, there's the, a lot. There is a lot of Emerald Hill in that Green Hill Zone mm, level, mm. though. Like, like those spinning like spike logs and stuff like that. Like, none of that was in yeah, the original in Sonic, Sonic right? That, yeah. Is it? Were they? Yeah, that was. In the original I was Green thinking Hill that Zone. was all from Sonic Two. No. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I actually don't think those are in Emerald Hill. If I, I don't remember them being in Emerald. You couldn't. Hill. Well, you then couldn't I burned them in Sonic One though with the flame that's, shield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's more of like a Sonic Three type thing where yeah, you know, the shields. Well, they they didn't even have the flame shield in Sonic no, One. No, so. no. Um, so that was kind of cool, like playing through some old levels with like some, uh. Like Sonic Three, like playing through a Sonic One level with like Sonic Three items and stuff, mm. like that was kind of cool. And it's nice that they went to the effort, like with those bridges, to have those items interact with the world. Yeah, yeah. like like bringing those items back into an old game and then actually making them fit in that game is cool. It was the same yeah. with the flame shield in um, Oil Ocean. If you stand in the oil, it all catches on fire, which is cool. Yeah, that was really <laughs> cool. If you if you took that to that octopus boss, like. You could kill yeah. him really easily, mm. uh, so that was really cool. If you didn't, the fight was a lot harder. So yeah, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, there were a lot of really cool uh, ideas in Sonic Mania. Um, so what about bosses? We mentioned some some bosses. Did we talk about? Did we miss any bosses that you guys really enjoyed? Um, I know you haven't finished the game. Yeah. I I liked the boss of um uh what's the I think it's the 
like the TV studio level. What is that one? I can't yeah, that's the one where you're running. That one Studiopolis zone. Yes, and and it was. It's the one that's like a bunch of robots. One of them's on like a ship with a bazooka shooting yeah. missiles at you, and you're running the whole time. Yeah. And I thought it was cool yeah. because it's. I felt like it was one of the few bosses I've seen in Sonic where like Sonic speed matters. Like you're not just in like a locked off area jumping. Mm-hmm. It's you're mm-hmm. running, and you need to manage Sonic speed as you like jump over certain missiles and hit other ones. I thought it was. Just yeah. a, a cool a cool boss that actually took Sonic's like character into account, and I thought that was neat. I did glitch it the first time I beat it, and uh, and Sonic just stopped existing. Oh, uh, and I just kind of <laughs> kept I kept moving the camera over until the level ended. But uh, but other than that, I liked it. I thought that I, one uh, was I just I thought that one was pretty good, but um, I found like the because you're meant to be running forward and you got to try and keep up your speed and that, to jump over those missiles was a little bit irritating because as soon as you jumped, mm. you you know the uh, momentum pushed you back. Like it was kind of hard yeah. to jump over them. You had to be pretty precise to get over the top of them. You had to jump at the very last yeah. second um, to do it. But there was some weird, yes, yeah, Sonic physics. Um, those extremely accurate. Sonic the Hedgehog physics kind of fight <laughs> you in that boss fight. Yeah. As uh, they do through much of the game. I just replayed that zone. I'm playing through it again uh, now that I have all the Chaos Emeralds. Because uh, there's a... Uh, there's like the true ending that you get mm. if you collect all seven Chaos Emeralds. Um, but uh, I'm playing through it again and I just did that boss fight <laughs> as Super Sonic. And it's like significantly easier because all you have to do is just run yeah. into everything. Uh so uh, I remember it being a little, a little more frustrating the first time, and this time I'm just kind of like moving forward. And it was. Everything. It was easier once I realized that you can, um, you can like for the missiles you do want to hit, yeah. you can just roll into them yeah. as opposed to jumping on them. Yeah, and I, once I figured that out, so I didn't have to be like accurate to like hit the smallest missile. Yeah. Then it became a whole lot easier. Yeah, yeah I was doing that too. Uh, well, yeah. The, uh, when you get to the true ending, there's a, like, there's a true final boss fight. I'm not going to spoil it, but I am going to say it is equally one of, like, the coolest and one of the most frustrating boss fights in the game. (laughs) Um, so, uh, I really liked it, and I also, like, really hated it at the same time. Uh, but if you haven't, like, collected the Chaos Emeralds and you haven't, like, beat the game and got the true ending, I will say, like, the final boss fight is kind of worth it, like... Just, just, I think it's an interesting, uh, boss fight that hasn't really, they've never really done anything in a 2D Sonic game that's quite like it, as far as I remember. Um, but at the same time, it feels like a, it kind of feels like a 3D Sonic idea that, Hmm. uh, that is put in like a 2D Sonic game. I've only got one Chaos Emerald. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They're, they're kind of hard to get. Well, I was going to say, can we talk for a second about uh, that minigame to get, like, the UFO chase yeah. minigame? Yeah. Um, because that's my favorite part of this game. I <laughs> and really I, w- like it. Wow. I wish it's, because it's kind of, it's from Sonic CD, right? Like, it's kind of a reimagining kind of, of a minigame from that. But, yeah. like, but so- totally redone, obviously. Yeah. In Sonic um, CD, you are, like, there's, like, eight UFOs floating around, like, a track. 
and uh, it's a yeah. similar viewpoint, but you're you're trying to destroy the UFOs. In this one, you're chasing yeah. them down. But it so. it was cool because it's it's once again you're trying to catch something, and the whole point of it is collecting things to make you faster. Um, yeah. It plays really well. Like I kind of it reminds me of like the Captain Toad levels in Mario 3D World, where I'm just kind of thinking to myself the whole time, like, man, I I kind of wish the whole game was just this. Like, I, I wish someone would just make this as a game, because I would definitely uh, play that. They did. It was called Sonic, Sonic R, R, and it was very bad. <laughs> no, no. This, the <laughs> I have that this, game. The physics in this minigame are basically <laughs> Sonic R physics. I mean, it's pretty close. It's, 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 it handles, like, you can actually, like, skid... In this, like, Sonic handles a lot better. I played a lot of Sonic R as a kid. I had, like, the Sega yeah, Jam Pack or whatever it was on PC. I played it on oh, the GameCube. Oh, that's a masterpiece. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do, like, I think it's cool that, like, even when they introduced, like, those 3D elements, yeah. they never went beyond, like, the horsepower of, like, a Sega Saturn. I know. That was so a cool. really yep. cool, yep. really cool touch. And I've only yeah, beaten like uh, one one blue sphere challenge too. I keep dying in like the last <laughs> section of it each one I do. The, some of those are like ripped straight from Sonic Three, and mm. I played Sonic Three so much as a kid that I like it's like muscle memory. Yeah, you some can just do ones. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I I haven't beat all of those. I've beat most of them. I haven't got perfect on all of them. I think I've got perfect on like like where you get all the rings and yeah. all the spheres. I think I've got perfect on like six of them maybe and i've got silver on almost all the others but i i did get all the chaos emeralds there is one there's one of these special stage levels though i think it's the sixth one uh like i don't think i've swore so much of the video game <laughs> uh like I, I i like was like just missing it every mm. single time and uh, I, I probably played it like 15 times uh, trying to get this stupid yellow chaos emerald. Yeah. Uh, but other than that one, that was really frustrating. I did really like the special stage. It did remind me a little bit of Sonic R and Sonic CD kind of fused together. Um, but I, I did appreciate that. And I and e even though I said Sonic R was bad, I do have fond memories of playing it as a kid. Yeah. It's not a uh, it's not a perfect game by any means, but I have fond memories. Like of it. it's yeah. it's it's not quite a ten out of ten. Close, <laughs> no, but no cigar. <laughs> Yeah, maybe like a nine, uh, 9. 9.5. 9.9, yeah, it's almost yeah. there. Like, Yeah, but... Well, I think with Sonic R, like, it takes a little while to get used to it, but once you sort of get past how janky it is, it, you get used to the way it controls, and you actually can be, like, fairly decent at it. Because, like I said, um, I, I got it on the GameCube uh, collection disc, and my friends and I played it a little bit, and... It was pretty fun, but I mean, there's only like five or six tracks in the whole game. It's like, there's not much content in that game. No. Yeah. And there aren't, a, well, there aren't like a lot of characters either. Yeah. No, and that's, that is the thing about like the minigame in Sonic Mania. I never felt, it never felt janky. I didn't ever feel like I had to get used to how it controlled. Mm -hmm. It, it controlled yeah. about like how I felt it should control. Um, so that's, that was the major distinguishing factor. Yeah. Yeah, it was a cool special stage. I, I I'm glad that they uh, the Sonic Three special stages where you the Blue Sphere ones were my favorite of the three Genesis games. So I was glad to see those come back. And then I also always loved the Sonic CD special mm -hmm. stages. Uh, so I thought that they picked two really good special stages to kind of remix for this game. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, I think we we talked. So like, if you had to score, like review and score Sonic Mania, what would you give it, John? Uh, <laughs> I so know I've, you haven't I've, finished it, but I I have not, and and I've been you know trying to mostly keep it to my positive opinions for for this whole thing. Um, sure. There, I do have plenty of issues with it. Most of those being with like the base Sonic design and physics. Um. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I would still give it probably like a 7, 7.5. It's, I'll say this, it is the best 2D Sonic game I've ever played. That's sure. definitely. Okay. Uh, Nick, what about you? Yeah, I'd probably, like, I haven't finished it yet either, but like, um, I'd probably put it about an 8. I think I'd end up around there. Just on the fact that, um, there's only like four, like, completely original zones. Um, you know, there's room for improvement there, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, you could not use remix levels. Um, I think this is more personal preference, but, um, I don't like how big the levels are in, in Sonic Mania. I don't like the, mm. the sprawling, huge, like, confusing layouts of, with Sonic levels. I prefer them to be a little, a little bit, like, big, like, explore, like, so you can explore them a bit. But I like being able to, um, visualize the entire map in my head like easily uh and you can't do that on Sonic yeah. Mania I feel I think you'd have to play through each level like hundreds of times or maybe not that many but you know a lot more times to be able to sort of start to like piece together where everything sits within the level but like in Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 you could understand even with some of the more like the levels that are a bit bigger like in Chemical Plant Zone on in 2 it is fairly big level but you after like a few runs so you say oh, okay well this is how it all fits together and you can sort of visualize the whole map um mm-hmm. but yeah that's just my sort of preference coming into into play more because i don't enjoy the like because sonic 3 and knuckles was like that too like that was quite a bit bigger um, yeah and i just didn't play those as much as a kid so yeah i think for me uh sonic 3 and knuckles was my favorite as a kid um I, you know, I love the other ones too, but, uh, I loved being able to pick between Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles as playable characters. I loved the different shield types. I loved the sprawling levels. Um, Sonic Mania in so many ways feels like the sequel to Sonic 3 and Knuckles that I always wanted. Hmm. Um, yeah. And so, uh, as somebody whose favorite Sonic game ever is Sonic 3 and Knuckles, getting, uh, Sonic Mania and having also having as somebody that dipped a lot into Sonic lore as a kid, mm. um, having all those things like freaking Bark the Polar Bear showing up in this game, uh, <laughs> Doctor Robotnik's Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, like that kind of thing, just being thrown in here was just really cool. Uh, so as somebody that has a lot of nostalgia for Sonic as a character and as a series, and uh, it, it it was important to me, I think, growing up. Um, this is probably my favorite Sonic game ever. Um, 2D or 3D. Hmm. Um, so I think I'd give it a 9, a solid 9. Because, you know, I, I, re- I recognize, like, even the best of best Sonic games isn't a 10 out of 10, you know? Because Sonic has some inherent design flaws that are just part of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I love this game a lot. Um, I'm still playing it, even after yeah. beating it. And I still yep. want to go back and I want to beat the game as Knuckles. So, um that's a that's a good sign to me. Like if I if I'm still playing a Sonic game after I've already finished it, then it's a it's a damn good Sonic game. So 
Yeah. Uh, those going, are my feelings. Going back so. to what I was saying just before, too, with how big the levels are, because, like, when I was a kid, I would try and explore, like, go through the levels slowly and try and find, like, how to get to everywhere and find all the rings. Like, I used to try and collect every single ring in the levels. And I know that's impossible in some, mm. like, later Sonic games and, and certain levels and stuff, yeah, but, yeah. like... <laughs> That was like a goal to try and explore it and stuff. So that's also like another thing. Like it's, it's in a lot of these levels in Sonic Mania, it's impossible to. There's whole sections where you can't. The whole point is to sort of just go down this roller coaster ride, and you can't really stop. Um, in yeah. between, very easily. Like you'd have to replay the level from scratch to try and yeah. alter your path. But I mean, that's a. It's not like a huge issue, but like that's just yeah something that stuck out to me. Um, there, there, there is a level, um, flying battery zone, mm. uh, where if, if you choose a specific, if you go down the garbage chute, yeah. the level plays mm. entirely different mm. than it does if yes. you don't go down that garbage chute, which is so cool. Like that's, that's one of the things that I love about, um, like the Sonic 3 level design is that levels can feel different based on what path you pick. Yeah. You yeah. can't go back and it's not easy to explore and stuff, but that is something that I, I always appreciated about it was that I could play a level two or three times, and each time it would be mm. a little bit different. It um, gives it a lot more but, replay value than most 2D platformers have. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so I, I did like that. Um, that's that's something that that 2D Mario uh, didn't do really until later. Um, like the the original three Mario's on NES didn't really have that branching path thing, and so it was really cool to play. Um, like a Sonic game that had these branching paths. I think like Mar- Super Mario World was the first one that kind of played around with that idea. Yeah. Um, and had like a few levels where it was branching paths, but I mean, still, even then, most levels I think were, um, you know, there was a there was a clear end. There were some secret exits that you could find, but um, yeah. So yeah, I, because I, I like appreciate in Sonic levels generally, like yeah, you got like uh, the they're quite a bit more vertical than like Mario levels tend to be and it's like you can yeah. go up to the top of the level go across or you can go down through the middle or down through the bottom and it's all you know slightly different yeah yeah so uh, that's something I always appreciated and Sonic Mania has a lot of that I understand like that's not everybody's thing um, but that's that's one thing that I always loved Sonic for mm. um, so uh, what about let's talk about the future like where does 2D Sonic go from here because, uh, like, I'm of the opinion, and I think a lot of Sonic fans are of the opinion, that this is a really, really good 2D Sonic game. Um, <laughs> but I also don't think they can really do this again. Like, you, you can't really use the nostalgia factor no. for, like, a Sonic Mania 2. I think that they exhausted all of, like, the best Sonic classic stages in this one. Um, um, so, like, where, yeah. can't, where can they go? I think the the obvious thing is um, to just to make a whole game with original levels. I mean, that would probably be the logical next step um, to do, and like try and throw in some new wrinkles or new characters or you know they'll they'll probably think of something new to add to it. Um, or the other idea I'm kind of keen on would be to make like uh, Sonic Maker, like knockoff Super Mario Maker, basically. <laughs> yeah. I'd be down for that. I'd play Sonic Maker. Yeah. I think it's I mean, pretty I, mean, I think it's pretty clear that I mean, 
the guys that did Sonic Mania, um, I think they're better at making 2D Sonic games than any of the people at Sega who have ever made a 2D Sonic game. And I'd like to see them go, like, because the original levels in this are seemingly so clearly the best part of the game, I would love to see these guys, and it doesn't even have to be like a retro pixel art style Sonic. Yeah. Just take their level design and push it out. Because we've all, like, even, like, I, it's fairly widely known that I don't like Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, and, but I enjoyed this game. Um, and even, like, you guys, who clearly like it a lot more than me, acknowledge there are some flaws in Sonic's core design. I think these guys could potentially fix a lot of those flaws, because that's, I think, the best part about the new levels, is that they don't really seem to exhibit the flaws that classic Sonic has. So I'd, I'd love to see where they could take it. Yeah. And, I mean, I haven't noticed any bottomless pits, really, in um, Mania so far, <laughs> so that's an improvement from the Dimps-era Sonic games on the handhelds and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's cool to have a game that is uh, Sega sponsored, but made by fans who are talented, but also clearly love the source material. Mm. Um, they get it better that better than Sega does. Yeah, and uh, like, and that includes the flaws. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think, yeah, I think if you gave them, if you said, uh, I, I mean, I, I think you stay away from numbering it. Like, don't call it Sonic Four or Sonic Five or whatever. Like. No. You know, attach attach another word. Other. I mean, maybe you could even call it Mania too, uh, but just don't <laughs> include like classic stages or whatever. New um, Sonic the Hedgehog. But yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sonic 2019. <laughs> <laughs> get the buzz. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, give these guys like if I'm Sega right now, uh, you know, these guys just made the best Sonic game of the last like two decades. Uh, maybe ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm. I'm throwing more money at them, and I'm saying, "Hey, make another one of these, but like, do do what you want." For uh, for a quick for a quick freedom. job before their next major project, I want them to port um, Sonic One Two CD, um, and then they can maybe like do redo Sonic Three Knuckles as well, and like that new engine they have, because those ports of Sonic One and Two have yeah. only shown up on like iOS and stuff. Um, yeah, put yeah. those on the Switch. Yeah, put them on the Switch, please. Oh. Do oh, a collection. Yeah, I'll buy them. I'll yeah. buy them. Yeah, if Nintendo won't like, start that virtual console, just do it yourself. Yeah. yeah. Especially, like, do it now while, like, strike while the iron's hot. Like, mm-hmm. Sonic is... Do it before Sonic Forces comes out and it <laughs> burns us all again. Back down the toilet yeah. we go. Yeah. I uh, mean, Sonic Forces so, might be decent. Like, it might be alright. I mean, yeah. I don't think there's been a uh, completely awful 3D Sonic game for, like, the last ten years. Um... Um, I, I did not um, like Lost World. Sonic Boom. No, that doesn't count. Yeah. That's, that doesn't count. I don't <laughs> count that. That wasn't made by Sonic Team. You don't just get to not count one. I do get to yeah, not count I it. actually... I'll, I'll agree with both of you. It is technically a Sonic game. It is a bad game, but it also is not a Sonic Team game, so it's yeah. you know it's a little different. Great um, TV show, though. I've um, heard good things about the TV show. So. You should watch it. It's very good. Um, I actually really liked Sonic Lost World. I think that's probably my favorite 3D Sonic. Um, I think it's the Hmm. closest I've ever gotten to really converting that formula into 3D well. Hmm. Um, I have a lot of nostalgia for Sonic Adventure and Adventure 2. Yeah. Um, but I think Lost World is a, is a very, a very good attempt at 3D Sonic. Once you get used to... 
Once Go you get used to the controls of Lost World, like, it really clicks, I think. And the way you can um, sort of jump and then land your jump again to keep your speed going mm-hmm. while in ball form yeah. is really cool to watch, like, speedrunners tackle levels. Yeah. I, uh... The, uh... I, I, my, the only, like, true 3D Sonic, like, the not hybrid Sonic, because there's a lot of those hybrids that are, like, part 3D, part 2D, yeah. like, generations and colors... Which I, I like those. Like, those are good games. Um, the only, like, true 3D Sonic where the entire game is in 3D that I, that I actually liked, uh, was Sonic Adventure 2. Um, hmm. and part of that, part of that was because I just really liked the Chow Garden, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, I don't, I don't know why they never brought that back. Um, I think a lot of people actually enjoyed that I, element of I, it. Oh, the Chow Garden? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I like I have a lot of nostalgia for Adventure 2. I tried to go back to it recently, and it's... It, it has not aged very well. Oh, there are I'm some sure, good ideas sure in it, it but, but yeah. I can still play the Sonic levels in them, like it, like it feels alright. But yeah, it it's like one of those things you need to become a little bit used to, because there is some, there's obviously some jank in the way Sonic controls, and that you got to sort of know when not yeah. to use the homing attack. Oh, it's... <laughs> it is... All jank all the time. You just have to flow with the jank and <laughs> yeah. just accept it. Yeah. I yeah. still remember because I hadn't played a Sonic, like, because I had a Mega Drive into, like, 99. Then I got an N64. I, I didn't know really know what was happening with Sonic until GameCube. So I was like, oh, yeah, Sonic's mm-hmm. on GameCube. I'll get the Sonic game when, when I get my GameCube. And I put it in and I was like, what's this rock music? Like, where's the happy music i remember and like it was like a culture shock i was like oh what's going on why is sonic like like this now <laughs> it took me a while <laughs> to adjust to it yeah uh I, what that era was not good like when sonic made the jump to gamecube you know like there are a lot of not so great games but you know what system did have some really good sonic games then was the game boy advance yeah uh, yes sonic sonic yep. advance one two and three those are good games um I really enjoyed them. Yeah, I got into speedrunning, like, trying to set a good record of time on, like, the first couple of acts of Sonic Advance 2, and it was really fun, because, like, it, that game was set up more than, like, the other ones to be sort of like a racing game, oh, sort of like a racing level platforming game sort of thing. Like, even the bosses were constantly, you were running after them and dodging stuff, like... Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, Sonic Advance 1 was, like pretty good if you've never played if anyone's never played sonic advance one it feels a lot like the mega drive games just with some new sprite work and stuff that's another game that i would love to see to come to switch virtual console mm. yep if we ever if we ever get a switch virtual console did those games never came out whole... on wii u gba virtual console did they mm, no not no yeah yeah uh and like i don't know i i feel like there's a lot of potential for Virtual console on Switch. I mean, like, Switch just seems like it, oh, it, it's probably still too early to tell, but I mean, the momentum right now for Switch is so much better than Wii U's ever was. Um, it's better than most Nintendo systems yeah, have ever been. But, yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah, hard to overstate how good it is. Yeah. I have a, still yeah, have a weird feeling that it's just going to fall off a cliff at some point, though. It feels like it's, <laughs> the momentum is too good at the moment in, like, everyone's buying it. Then they're, like, early next year, people are going to be like, uh, 
where's the games? Like, where's like? I can, I can see <laughs> in like 2019 yeah. when uh when like PlayStation Five is announced and like clearly like the the level of the level of hardware advancement is you know beyond what Switch can do, and so like third party support. Basically, you know, they they can't even really do any kind of realistic port anymore. I can see, uh, I can see maybe that kind of killing some of the momentum. Um, but like as of right now, like I think it's good for the next couple of years, especially if it keeps getting stuff like Mario and Zelda and like I mean we've got Metroid Prime coming. That's what, guys. There's going to be a Pokemon game on this thing. Yeah. Like yeah. Like what what Nintendo handheld has. I mean, like, the 3DS is the one with Pokemon that has probably sold the least, and, I mean, that thing still sold over 60 million units. Yeah. Uh, so, if, I mean, like, like po- Pokemon is, you know, I love Mario, I love Zelda, but, like, let's be real, Pokemon is Nintendo's biggest franchise. Uh, and if Pokemon comes in, like, phenomenons. Pokemon comes in 2019, it would be a pretty big shot in the arm, like, people yeah. buy yeah. for that, but... Yeah, yeah, it feels like I know we're getting a bit off topic at the end here, but like, um, it feels like sure. a bunch of third parties are going to put games into production now. They're not going to show up for like a year or so, and then what happens if they don't sell? Like, I don't know. But... I think yeah. it'll be interesting to see how like Skyrim does this Christmas because yeah. yeah. I think that'll really set the tone for how those third parties view the platform. React. Yeah, Skyrim and FIFA and uh yeah, NBA, uh WWE, yeah. a lot of the yeah. sports stuff. Payday hey 2. I actually Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I I actually think that FIFA will do really well. I really do. Um it started I to get see some all good, the sports games good, doing really well. Started to get some good press yeah. lately now. People are saying FIFA on Switch is actually good. So as long as the yeah. word of mouth continues to be like decent on that, I think yeah, people will end up buying it. I mean, Having yeah. it portably. If, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's, it's behind like FIFA Mario. Poorly. Behind like Mario Odyssey, I believe FIFA was our highest performing content on like NWR TV, hmm. as far as mm-hmm. I know. Like it, it's there's a huge jump up to FIFA. Like yeah. people are interested in that game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I actually think FIFA will do well on the Switch, and I think that'll lead to EA porting over their other sports games over and. Especially some of their, like, you know, smaller titles. Like, I can see them putting, like, Plants vs. Zombies on there. Yeah. yeah. Um, just stuff like that. I, and, you know, I don't, I don't think that Switch is going to get, like, Star Wars Battlefront 2 or, like, Battlefield 2 or whatever it's called anytime soon. But I just, I also don't think that those are really games that, like, fit the Switch either. Um, but I do think that EA has some games, like Plants vs. Zombies, that would work really well and sell really well on Switch. I think that's the type of third party that that Switch really needs. What if it? I mean, if it sells well enough, and, and that stuff has enough sell through for third parties, then it it becomes worth it for those developers to create original content, not just yeah. port stuff. Because yeah, porting yeah. stuff is going to be next to impossible. But if if things are working out well for EA, online games maybe do well on Switch. Then maybe you know Star Wars Battlefront as it is on PS4 and Xbox One, maybe not. Um, but some original Star Wars game for Switch, totally. Rogue as long Squadron as it, as long as they can sell it, yeah. Rogue Squadron Four. Oh God, please, yes, thank uh, you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, uh, I I agree with what you're saying. I I actually don't even really want 
ports on Switch. That like that original content is what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of my favorite third-party games on prior Nintendo consoles, like the Nintendo 64 and the GameCube, are games that were made specifically mm. for those consoles by third parties. Uh, like like Rogue Squadron and like stuff like Mischief Makers on Nintendo 64. Uh, like uh, I'm trying, I'm blanking right now, but you know there were a lot of really good uh, like Super Monkey Ball on um like to bring it back to Sega. Um, I would like to see some of those franchises that Sega has let die get revived as original games. Uh, yeah, yeah, get them to bring back uh, Skies of Arcadia for Switch. Yeah. Oh, that would be so cool. Or like Jet Set Radio would be really cool. Yeah. Uh, like fan. Fantasy Star they should do online. a um, Jet Set Ra- Jet Set Radio um, cross Splatoon. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Yes, that'd be so good. <laughs> we can get think? we can finally we can finally get Conduit Three and uh, finish <laughs> that finish, finish that fight. plot line. Yeah, finish yeah. the fight. <laughs> Conduit Three. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think there's more potential for that type of stuff on Switch to do well than I do for like you know a port of like. Call of Duty or Battlefield, um, yeah. So uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see what Switch is like. We'll see what Sonic is like uh, in the future. It's definitely going to be an interesting uh, console cycle for Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, have, having launched in the middle of one, and probably going to be you know seeing its second, the second half of its life in in the middle, like at the launch of you know PlayStation Five or whatever they want to call it. So it'll be interesting. Um, yeah, I think I think stuff like Pokemon, and then if you can get original third-party content um, on it, I think it'll be good. Um, so yeah. I know we got off topic a little bit there at the end, uh, <laughs> uh, but it's you know it's always good to talk about Switch. Uh, I love the thing to death. It's it's as as a piece of hardware. I'm not talking about library. I'm not talking about. Uh, you know any of that stuff because that's it's still too early to talk library. Although it's first year library, very good. Mm, um, pretty good, yeah. Yeah, uh, when you got Mario and Zelda in your first year's library, you're you're doing pretty well. Um, but uh, uh, you know, I'm not talking about library because we don't know what that's going to look like in five years compared to other Nintendo consoles. But just as a piece of hardware, it is probably my favorite thing Nintendo has ever made. Um, I love it. Uh, I love having a home console that is portable. So, mm-hmm. um, but we'll see about its future. Um, any final thoughts on Sonic Mania or the future of Sonic? Um, yeah, I just really want a uh, Sonic Maker now. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Now that you mention it, I I, I just like Maker games. They're fun to see what yeah. games can do. Yeah. Um, Mario Maker was certainly really cool. Do we trust Sega to make us a good Sonic Maker? Well, if it's by no. the same team <laughs> that made yeah. Sonic I don't Mania. trust Sega to do... I trust Sega to let these guys make all of their games from now on. <laughs> yeah, at least like, they're 2D just, Sonic games, for sure. Yeah, Sega's just a publisher for these guys. That's... Yeah. Just sell them Sonic and be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be... You know, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Because uh, they made my favorite Sonic game ever, probably, so... Um, yep. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us uh, talking about Sonic on Connectivity episode 233. Um, uh, I hope you all are enjoying Sonic. I hope you're all enjoying uh, your Switches. Uh, if you haven't played Sonic, definitely get it. Um, even if you're on the fence about Sonic and you haven't liked it before, even John liked Sonic Mania. That's uh, true. 
So, uh, so check it out. Um, if you like uh, this podcast, if you if you like uh, Nintendo World Report's other content, like what we've got going on YouTube, um, what we've got going on on the site at NintendoWorldReport.com, uh, be sure to swing over to our Patreon. Uh, and if you really like what we do uh, and you want to support us there, uh, toss us a couple bucks so we can keep doing what we do. Um, uh, with that, uh, I'm signing off. Uh, thanks for joining us. Bye, everyone. Bye.